Solar PV Cast by Shift, a podcast exploring solar energy and the role it plays in improving our lives and our planet. Here's your host, Chris Palliser. Hi, yes, it is Chris, and welcome back to another episode of the Solar PV Cast that is brought to you by Shift. Uh, for all your solar and energy storage needs, make sure you visit shift.ca. Now, I'm really excited about this conversation on the Solar PV Cast today. Uh, it's going to be with a, a local business, a business from Vancouver Island, British Columbia, Canada. Adventure tourism business, uh, which is pretty cool. And the reason we're having this conversation is because all of a sudden, thanks to a 30% tax credit from the federal government uh, and also combined with other incentives, businesses... Uh, can now afford solar. They almost save almost the savings of like 50% if businesses want to transition to energy storage and solar. So a lot of people are looking at doing it, doing that, not just grid tied, off grid as well. And that's where our next business comes in. Uh, it is with a gentleman by the name of Kyle Gergen, who comes from Hidden Realm uh, Adventures at the Horn Lake Caves Adventure Tourism Spot in Qualicum Beach. British Columbia. Kyle, thank you for joining the podcast today. Good afternoon, Chris. Thank you for having me. Now, let's just start. I mean, you know, let's go right to the start. Horn Lake Caves. Quickly, tell us about this organization. Well, the Horn, what it is, Chris, is uh, Hidden Realm Adventures is a, a private for-profit organization that uh, has an operational contract with BC Parks to work within a BC Park. So um, there have been guided tours at Horn Lake Caves Provincial Park for the last 35 years. Uh, two years ago, the business changed hands to another. It still remains um, locally owned, um, local island business, but it did change hands two years ago. And then we started the process of um, upgrading and trying to make the operation more sustainable. I love that. Uh, and I will say, first-hand knowledge here, I was actually actually able a couple weeks ago to check out Horn Lake Caves. And if you have never been caving, or if you want to go caving, I highly suggest uh, checking this place out. Uh, it was incredible. Shout out to you and, and your staff. I believe it was Ollie who took us on our, our caving exploration. And what a cool experience. Nice. Yeah, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Chris. It's a very special um, part of the island, that's for sure. Um, and like I said, it's just important that we're able to continue to operate um, in the future. Well, and, and continue to operate is key. And helping you do that is the power of the sun. Uh, almost more importantly, though, is energy storage. So now tell us a bit about your system, Kyle. Okay. Well, um, for many years, we had a 12-volt system um that aged out for lack of a better term um and so once we decided that we needed to upgrade the system we communicated with um, different organizations one organization was 4vi uh, they are a nonprofit focused on uh, sustainable tourism here on vancouver island and they they turned us on to others like the synergy foundation and synergy um, energy group and we got to do eco-efficiency assessments. We figured out how much power we were using. We figured out our solar to utility ratio, which was not great. Um, so through consultation with groups like that, organizations like that, and SHIFT, we came up with a 48-volt, 5,000-watt system um, at the park. It includes 
10 500 watt panels it includes a one five kilowatt inverter and eight six volt carbon lead batteries now this is a vast improvement because you did have solar at this off-grid site in horn lake provincial park before but obviously they're past their prime and, and the batteries just just weren't working anymore the batteries had been changed more than once and as a matter of fact once we got up to the roof to started changing the panels we figured out that uh 50 of them were damaged oh so it it came out of a necessity it was just really important that we did it right and it's really important that that when we went through the the design process that we um had thought about the future so what we did chris is we decided to kind of go big we know that we only have about two and a half hours of harvestable sunlight a day in the park mostly because of the height of the trees mm -hmm. so we um we wanted to get as much power to our system during those two and a half hours as possible that also included increasing our storage so we went from a 12 volt to a 48 volt system which is basically if i understand correctly the standard nowadays for installs such as this um and so we we increased our system by four times wow and instantly we saw changes we're seeing these changes at this time of year chris so when we hit um may june july august we're not expecting to have to run our backup generator at all amazing and that's going to be a lot quieter in the park well, that's the thing, Chris. Once you get started on a project like this, things just kind of snowball. So, of course, because we are a small business, we were looking at ways to um, reduce costs. Part of that is the backup generator that is a um, gas generator was running 10 to 12 hours a day sometimes. Wow. And with the current cost in uh, fuel, we figured out we we're spending about $30,000 a year in gas just to power the facility jeez and to yeah so that that's a bit of an eye-opener once we got started we we then other um concerns came up localized air pollution noise pollution i mean you're going to a park right you don't want to hear yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah so our staff had to work in that as well so it was very very important um, to us to incorporate all of these reasons when making a decision because no 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 kidding Chris it was about thirty thousand dollar install okay so that's a significant capital cost right off the bat mm -hmm. you talked about the the um, tax breaks um, the ownership was also able to secure a loan quite easily through their um, um, banking partners um, where for small business loans for green initiatives amazing okay so all of these things kind of came into play and we are very happy with what we have got what yeah. do you think you're if you could estimate uh, the system's been going now a couple months it's been going one month one in month in fact man we're getting pretty close like to exactly one month okay beautiful so if you could predict what what do you think your your fuel costs will drop by 30,000 before yeah, so we are we are currently. I mean, the minute that we press play on that system, man, we started saving a thousand dollars a month on fuel. Boom. So so two and a half are, years, and you're you're square. Yeah, we're forecast. Yeah, exactly. You know, two and a half, three years, and we're gonna be good. 
the return on investment of two and a half, three years, we're happy with that. Well, and the panels, brand new 500 watt panels, they're going to go at least 25 years. And of yep. course, your battery system. And that's wonderful. How, how is it? How has it changed, you know, your employees' lives throughout the day, um, you know, before having the generator? It's almost part of the job. You come in, you fire up the generator, you run it, you turn it off when you go home for the day. How has it altered staff daily routines? Okay, so here's, here's the trick here, Chris. So right now, we don't have an automatic generator start system hooked up to our system, where previously we did. Hmm. And although it's, um, it's an important and a critical part of the system for us being out at the park like that, by not having it right away here, it's definitely um, tuned in the staff to the amount of power being used. Right. The system installed comes with a wonderfully mo wonderful monitoring program. So we can actually see on site exactly how much power we're using any power that we're using to charge batteries we can see where that comes from whether it's solar whether it's the backup generator and even better we can monitor what's going on at our park at home as we can get the same information over our phone oh beautiful so what it's really done is it's really tuned the team into just how much power we're using you know what we're leaving on at the end of the day because there mm -hmm. is nobody there to start the generator so we need to make sure that we've got our power usage right down to an absolute bare minimum overnight so in terms of getting the team in tuned to the energy use out of the park it's been a game changer amazing and and do you find that they're on board for that? Because I've spoken with other businesses and it's 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 almost a weird bonding thing where everyone's like, okay, guys, like, let's get on these light switches. Let's do this. Do you find the same for your team? Absolutely. And again, it's just kind of that snowball thing. You know, when you can see what's happening, you can see what's going on in real time. Mm -hmm. It's almost starts to become like a game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Some employee incentives maybe over the, you know, after one month, if you if you charged your phone the least amount, then you get a prize. <laughs> that kind of idea. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's wonderful. What about, um, like, how long is the, so the, the generator used to run all the time. Was that even in the summer? That was even in the summer. And wow. that's where things really started to clue in for us was that, okay, you know, fine, we're at our... Our staff are seasonal, so during the summertime, um, we have the highest amount of staff, mm -hmm. um, and everybody's got their phones and iPads and laptops, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But also, Chris, it's the sunniest time of year. Right. So the fact that our solar system was having trouble keeping up even just to the smallest amount is what really clued us in to that our system is not functioning appropriately. Right. So you yeah. took the steps, you made the adjustment. Now, how often is the generator, it was running every day, even in the summer. Here we are sitting in November now. Uh, how often is it running in November? It, so uh, currently in November, um, we are running two to three hours a day. Okay, that's it. That's it. Beautiful. So, and it's nice and even. You come in in the morning, man, you open up the park, you turn on the generator, the battery's charged to 100, an hour and a half, maybe later, you shut it off for the rest of the day. Peace and quiet for the rest of your day at the office yeah. and then uh, repeat tomorrow. And then, of course, 
as the sun starts to rise a little bit more in the spring and the days get a little longer, then, I mean, you haven't had it running, I guess, in the summer yet, but I can imagine it's going to drop to every two days maybe. Or no days, man. Or you know, no days. I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling pretty confident that once we kind of hit mid-May to end of August, you know, we won't be needing to run that generator at all. Because, again, the system we had in place, the system we have in place is capable of harvesting 5,000 watts at one point. Totally. When they're bathed in sun. Yeah. Well, just the bare minimum of our visitor services center, for example, we use 500 watts. Right. Yeah. So during those that peak summertime, we should have no problem running the buildings, running the equipment, and charging the batteries at the same time. Amazing. A, a large part of the transition to solar um, is education. How is the, how, you know, how does it feel to kind of pick up the knowledge that you've picked up going through this project? And, and how does that feel from an educational standpoint? It's, um, I personally just find it in very, very interesting. I like it because it's one of those systems where you can see instant results. Yeah. So I'm all kind of about the instant results. So I really like it. The difference here in this scenario, Chris, was that I came with some solar energy background. We lived in the Okanagan for a good seven years. Four years of those, we were off grid just outside of a place called Karameas. Oh, okay. With a very similar exactly almost the same system as we've put in at the park just not as technologically advanced or up to date um so i could see i knew the potential mm -hmm. you know of course it's the okanagan we were bathed in sunlight we were running power tools off of our system no problem at all oh wow you know yeah. so i knew I knew the basics, I knew what the potential was, and that's why I advocated for a system like this to be installed at our particular facility. But in terms of the staff and their learning and education, it's game changer. Hmm. You know, they're, they're talking inverters. You know, we have right. guys, some of our staff have got RVs. Well, now there's, oh, okay, well, if this works like this, how can I upgrade my current system in the trailer yeah. kind of stuff, yeah. you know? So it's been a really great experience for everybody. A lot of it is you need one person at least to advocate for change and take charge and, you know, do the research, bring in the partners to, to get things like an eco-efficiency assessment mm -hmm. study done and then um, relay that to staff and help staff make the decision with you. Amazing. Solar is contagious, isn't it? It really is, man, because once you get it set up, it's nothing. Like, you don't think about it. Yeah. It, it just happens naturally, and you go at the end of the day, wow, the batteries are full, we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing. And, uh, and, and you know, $30,000, like you said, that's that's a big bill for any small business. But the fact... You know, there's not too many $30,000 spends out there where you're going to see it back in two and a half years and then you've still got 22 and a half years of warranted production coverage. <laughs> well, that's it, right? And really, the, one of the, the determining factor in terms of our return on investment is the amount of harvestable sunlight. Mm -hmm. You know, if we had five, six hours, seven hours a day of sunlight we wouldn't be running that generator even now. Yeah, yeah. You know, but 
because we're on Vancouver Island. I want to keep those trees. Totally, man. <laughs> that, that's the thing, right? And that's the that's the balancing act. You're Very, absolutely right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, Amazing. For a small business person listening right now, off-grid, on-grid, you know, what, what would you say to them when they're kind of looking at the books and, and debating transitioning their business to the to powering off the sun i mean i would imagine there's benefits from a marketing standpoint yes that, in my opinion there are all kinds of benefits now of course it's going to have to depend on your situation mm -hmm. you know i mean depending on where your business is you know you might even come across um you know issues with what the 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 local district allows right you know that kind of stuff what i would suggest is if you are interested at all do the research yeah you know because you would be you might be surprised at what you can find even if you've got a system that's going to power half of your operation or like ours you know we're seeing dramatic reductions in our utility use but we know what's coming up is no utility use mm -hmm. you know so my suggestion would just be to to do as much research and reach out to people reach out to people who have used it mm -hmm. um, get some um, experience and then go from there i think there's a lot of options out there um, other than just solar as well, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of other renewable yeah. um, power systems that are available as well. So, you know, depending on your scenario, your location, you, you, you might be able to find something that'll work for you. Amazing. And, it, and it's got to feel good saying, you know, we're running our business thanks to the sun. It feels great. Yeah. You know, and again, Chris, you know, we're in a very fortunate situation out there where we're also going to be um, ex um, uh, looking at and exploring the options of running the river hydro. Right. Yeah. You, you guys know? are sitting right on the river there. Yeah. We're sitting right on the river there. So, yeah. you know, these options are out there and maybe it's not one big system, Chris, mm -hmm. but a couple of smaller systems to help make up the whole. Totally. Yeah. You, yeah. you hit the nail on the head, right? Do your research because the options are there. And, and once you start down the rabbit hole, it just keeps going. It does, you know, and the technology that's coming down the pipes, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, never mind, you know, we put in new bigger panels during with this system. They are way more efficient. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so just the other day, for example, our, our system, basic usage nothing plugged in like an electric power wash or anything we're using 500 watts yeah on a cloudy day because of the efficiency of all of those panels we were harvesting 380 watts you almost covered it on a cloudy almost day in the trees you see man almost covered it yeah yeah you know so well i mean it, that that's it right there i mean if you're if you are a business and you are not in the middle of a, a dark vancouver island park well then you're already you're already looking good because you guys well, are in absolutely. a dark forest and you're still loving the solar and the energy storage we're still loving the solar and the energy storage um for us without a doubt chris game changer ah amazing yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, thanks for taking the time to uh, have this conversation today, Kyle. And and again, Horn Lake Caves, Hidden Hidden Realm Adventures on Vancouver Island, British Columbia. If you want to a see their system, but also want to check out some caves uh, on the on the other side, then I highly suggest checking you guys out. 
Thanks, Chris. I really appreciate the uh, conversation this afternoon. It's um, conversations like this that need to happen to let people know what's going on. I love it. Kyle, thank you again. Thanks, Chris. We'll do this again. The Solar PV Cast by Shift with Chris Palliser. To begin your solar journey, visit shift.ca.